another episode of Cook, Feast, Repeat, where I, Andrew Oman, and my two other hosts, Chad Castores. Hello. And Kua Vang. Hello there. We're talking about some food that we wanted to discuss this month. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, get to feasting, Kua. Uh, to continue with the, month of, uh, with the month of sandwiches, we're talking about three more sandwiches, the Kibano, Egg Benedict, and the good old BLT. And uh, for this uh, for this episode, Andrew, let's get to the talking. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to look at the Cubano a little bit more in detail as what I did. Um, so the Cubano, or the Cuban, it originated in America, uh, down in Florida, of course, uh, from immigrants working on cigar factories and things like this. Uh, the basics... Uh, basic sandwich is it's Cubano bread with about 8 to 12 inches long per slice, mojo pork, glazed ham, salami, depending if you're in Tampa or Miami, Swiss cheese, pickles, yellow mustard, and then pushed together on a plancha, which is like a weird panini press with no grooves in it, equal pressure and heat. Um, Yeah, I love them. They're fantastic. Mojo pork is by far some of the best pork you can make. It takes hour, you know, at least eight hours to make, in my opinion. A lot of marinade on it. Um, 1800s to around the 1980s-ish, uh, it's a bag. It came to West Tampa. Uh, and then 1900s, it made it to Madrones in the cafes is where it kind of got their, their name on it. It's a huge thing of uh, Tampa versus Miami about who makes it better. Um, they all kind of have their own variations on it. I don't know if you guys want to, like add more on it but it's a great sandwich it's kind of like a mixture of it's like a it's a ham sandwich is like what it's basic is it's ham and swiss but the mojo pork adds a lot to it i mean pickles is a good crunch it's just that perfect like punch of crunchiness on the crust and that like gooeyness of the cheese again it really adds a lot to it and it's great street food and it's served in like a lot of good restaurants down in, in like cuban west ring of like florida and stuff so i mean i personally love it i actually never had the cubano but the thing is i've like um i know this sounds really weird but i actually learned like i actually like heard about the cubano from uh that one movie um chef chef is a fantastic Dude, movie <clears throat> the thing like is the thing about it is that like even though i've never had it um just seeing how they made it in there and like having uh seeing like how culturally it is integrated into it like it looks fucking phenomenal and the way how it's cooked and um it's just it's it's just a message of like um the simplicity of it and you know just overall the ethnicity or or whatever was put into the sandwich is uh, i mean like andrew said it's a street food type of thing and i think street food is one of the best you know way of you know, communicating people and learning stuff. But I mean, I, like I said, never had a Kibano before, but um, I've seen it multiple times on TV and especially I, I a huge influence from the movie Chef. And um, I think it's a fucking, I think it looks good. I think it's hilarious that when he said, I've never had one before, me and Chad both rolled their dice and said, of course he hasn't, fucking glitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that Chef movie, I loved it so much. Uh, John Fever did a really good job in it and like, they did so many cooking episodes on it. There's a Netflix special about Chef and the making of the food and stuff. They talk about the Cubano in there. Uh, he put so much prep work into that movie that it honestly did surprise me. Like, he learned how to do all the cooking stuff that he did. It's it it fantastic. I liked it a lot. It was a good movie. And, like, I did personally learn about the Cubano more in that movie 
that made me want to like start making them. After that, I like I marinated my own moho pork, made it up, and it was fantastic. And I'm glad I did it. You've had to have one, right, Chad? Like, oh, I've had one. Yeah. I, I expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you still do you like them or no? Oh, yeah, I love. Them. I like. They're them. good. Yeah. I mean, they're they're that that plancha is like a a weird in like invention of genius when it comes to like cooking things like that. Panini presses are great, but the grooves. Like they char a little bit too much, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like them either way. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, well, with with that bread texture, is it more like you said it's pressed evenly? Is it more of like almost a uh, toasted? If if I were to put it into like good terms, is it more of like a toasted bread that's like a flat bread at that point? It's not a flat bread. It is. It's white hoagie bread kind of i don't think it, it, it's a specific type of bread yeah but it's pressed down yeah it's kind of like toasted, a right? ciabatta okay i'd say yeah. it's more moist than that yeah. but when it get it gets that crispy crust that makes it look like a like the, the whole top edge of the bread is now like flattened down to make it pressed in mm-hmm. and then you get that golden brown like hit it with a spoon you can scratch your nails on it kind of like crust on the outside okay. It bites your teeth really good, but the outsides of the sandwich that weren't pressed on are still like oh, crispy, still, okay, but still like able to like give you that nice kind of moist crunch into it too. Yep. So it it's got a lot of good worlds in there. It's really juiced, moist. It's a moist, juicy sandwich. Yep. A lot of meat in there too. A lot yep. of meat actually. Thinking about it, there's three types of meat in that sandwich. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember, like, what is it? What is the meat marinated in? It's um. My personal moho like mix is different from most. I'd say uh, pineapple juice for sure. Uh-huh. It, so you want to get a, a good like pork shoulder, pork butt. Yep. Flip it over and then cut some nice cubes on the back of it with, with layers of fat. I pour pineapple, some spices of course, cumin, paprika. Uh, I use dill and I use uh, Worcestershire sauce. Sauce, sauce, sauce. Um, and then there's some other things to do it, but the pineapple, like, I think the pineapple is like the main fighter in that. Yep. I'm not sure what kind of mix they did in the movie. They talked about it. I know in the the Netflix special, but it is a lot of acidity. Yes. And it pretty much like brines Mm -hmm. the pork in there and you leave it overnight, if not for two days and then you cook it. I mean, I think we cook ours for like 12 to 13 hours. And it just ends up being like fork tender, cut it right off the thing, and then you put it right in the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Nice layers of fat on it. At least, I mean, I don't know if you have a different marinade for it or if you've ever done no, one I've, for it. I've tried it. I just I haven't ever really made it myself. You see. Yeah, the it's, it is, it is so good. But it, it does take a lot of prep work for it. And I don't have a planche. I have a flat top that I just warm up real hot. And I have a cast iron flat. And I just do that. Right. And then I smack it with all my weight as I push <laughs> it down and I crush it. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's generally how I do a, a, there's plenty of moho pork recipes on there. Oh yeah, definitely. And if we end up doing one for the month, then I will put a lot of effort into it. It, it also makes a lot of food too. Like Cubanos, I don't think, you don't a make them on food. a small, small process. They're a good party food. Yeah. Because, I mean, the pork shoulder is like. 10 pounds to 8 pounds of meat big, yeah. if you if you get a small one yep. and pork isn't cheap right now so neither is anything but whatever but yeah 
Uh, I mean, uh, that's the Cubano for it. I don't really know if I have much more to add on that subject of it, but um, I'm, I, I do, of course. The yellow mustard is also a very important pack of it, and the pickles mm. are good, too. If I've had Cubanos without mustard, and I'm not a big, huge mustard fan, but it makes a huge difference. It adds a lot like more of a, a zing to it on top of the pineapple. So, I mean, that's how I would look at it. So, and who's the next one? I think it's we're talking about the eggs Benedict next. Mm-hmm. So, chat, I think that's your breakfast guru himself is yeah. yours. So, take it away. So, if you notice with me, it's it's going to be a lot of messy foods. <laughs> um, eggs Benedict is one of mine. It's something that my wife's family actually introduced me to uh, because going to the cabin and all that kind of stuff. It's it's one of the things that everybody looks forward to, and. Um, with the eggs benedict the hollandaise the good old um hollandaise sauce and the the you know types of meats you can have all types types of meats we're making them stutter because we're looking at each other because I, I assume that you're thinking the same thing <laughs> that it's a rich person food oh yeah and it's not it's not messy it's a rich fork and knife food well yeah and 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 that's the thing is that like um like chad was saying like uh, like or or the last episode we were talking about, like Chad, I think more of his stuff is like more fine dining, in my opinion. Me and Andrew Ooh, more he's like he's me gonna take, he's taking offense. Yeah, me, me and me and Andrew are more like like street food guys or just. Well, I think mine is more on the lines of I went to school for this kind of stuff, so I kind of you. I know it's the finer things in life, and my schooling is you know the Cordon Bleu, so it had the more of the French techniques of those kind of things, and I think people assume that French food is more fine dining just because French and Italian is... Julia Childs taught me anything about French cooking is butter. <laughs> yeah, right. And hollandaise is, you know, there's... It's, what it's what is hollandaise? Like, yeah. How do you make a hollandaise? Yeah. So hollandaise is... You have butter, obviously, unsalted. <clears throat> um, you add salt on your own to your taste. Um, you do crushed pepper, um, like freshly crushed pepper. Uh, you can do cayenne pepper if you like, if you want a little bit more zing. Um, it's lemon juice. And you get a double boiler and you just mix the egg yolk and the butter and all those other things together to make it so that it's a cream. If you cook it too hot or too long, then it becomes just nasty scrambled eggs. Doesn't it break? Like, it does you, break you, very you easily. Break it, yes. Yeah, yeah yes. again, a lot of rich person. When you do the butter, you also kind of want to like clarify the butter too. And by clarifying, I mean, you get all the milk solids out of it. So it's just oil. And then that way it'll be easier to incorporate all the eggs and stuff. Dang. Wow. With the eggs Benedict too is you have so many, the traditional is Canadian bacon, but you can have salmon. You can have just plain ham. You can have whatever kind of meats you want on there. It's just so. Is there like a taste? Does, does, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, does the bread matter? But oh yeah, I was gonna say like, is there like um, is there English like muffins? Oh, well, I'm just saying like, is there like a a like for example, if someone was to make one, where there'd be like a taboo sandwich, where like no, 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 that's not supposed to be in there. Or is it more of those things where like you could make it traditional, but then sort of like change out one ingredient or add other crap to it. You can add a lot of stuff to it. I mean, to me, like in our family, Eggs Benedict is ham, English muffin, 
hollandaise sauce from a packet from McCormick's. And, um, you know, and then they... Um, I went to Cordova Academy. Easy. <laughs> an egg over easy instead of a poached egg. Okay. So it's kind of like pretty much whatever you want to taste. Um, you can have the traditional way. I personally don't like poached eggs, but there is that. And when you do a poached egg, the trick to that is make sure your water is hot and you spin it with a spoon to make like a, like a vortex kind of thing. And then you um, have vinegar in there and then you put the egg in gently. And then that circling of the water that's in there will make it so that the egg goes up on itself so that you don't have it break on you as you're cooking it. Yeah, and after the 13th instruction, I kind of like fell off the wagon. <laughs> but I've had eggs Benedict before at restaurants and some of that. Um, I've had eggs Benedict at Denny's. And <laughs> I would say right now it is good. Uh, the Denny's one is great, but it's definitely not as good as like going to the hash house in Las Vegas. But it's also five bucks instead of 25. But I, I think it is, it is good food. It's so much work to make, though. Even when you're like the chef, like when you're taking the shortcuts, because Chad has a big family, by the way, in my standards. And I feel like you have to take shortcuts to make that for a big family. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But like, it's still so much more work than me just making Eggo waffles and throwing <laughs> on like some eggs and bacon. On the I think that's what kind hand. of people think, too, is that it is a lot of work, but it really, once you get everything all going, it doesn't take much. That's with a lot of food. Well, and, and the thing is, like, if you're so efficient at making it, you know, like with time comes experience, and I, I think you're able to whip it up pretty fast. But then, like, with that, do you do you lose, like, a lot of technique? Like how you said you explained how you do the poached egg and whatnot. Like, I looked at it like, holy shit, dude. Like, that's a lot of fucking science. Yeah, he brought in, like, Poseidon's, yeah. like, vortex. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, well, some vinegar spinning. Let's see, to take a shortcut for my mother-in-law by... For instance, when she cooks it at the cabin, she's cooking this for 12, 13 people. And then to shortcut it in a way that everybody likes is she'll do an over easy egg with just a silicone um, egg mold. And you put the egg in there or over easy, scoop it up and put it up on the ham or whatever you want. Type meat in the, in the English muffin and it's scoop the ladle of hollandaise sauce over and it's like nothing. And it's really creamy. Yeah, and I mean, well, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a messy food, mm -hmm. but I don't think messy foods are defined by a fork and knife. Like you don't yeah, eat eggs like in your hand; you you put it on a plate because it's yeah. just impossible to not do that. Mm -hmm. I think unless you put a second English muffin on top of the knee like sandwich, <clears throat> but isn't it's still so like drippy? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, but it's not normally served like a sandwich. It's normally no. served yeah. open open, open face, right? Yep. Yeah, and what the egg on top is what again? Normally. A poached egg. And poached egg is runny, right? Yes. Well, it can be runny, over hard, that kind of stuff. It, but what's a poached Like, what is a poached egg in, in like? A what poached egg is typically egg? runny. And it's like a soft, white exterior? Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a soft-boiled egg? Yeah, pretty like much. Ramen, um, or yeah. is it different uh, from ramen soft-boiled egg? No, I think it's, like, almost similar, to be honest. Join us next month on eggs. <laughs> I'd actually love that episode. <laughs> but like, in, so what is the difference between a soft-boiled egg and a, and a poached egg? I would imagine the way it's cooked, because a soft-boiled egg is cooked in the shell, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
but this is cooked where you crack it open and you put all the contents in the water. So what does that do for consistency? Well, I guess it makes it a thinner white yeah. out edge. Well, that's why you spin the water and then put the vinegar in there so it forms everything on top of itself. Um, oh, wow. This is more fancy than I thought. Yeah, geez. Yeah, this is definitely... <laughs> yeah, th yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, Chad, you're... Yeah, you're rich. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah, we all know it's his wife. But um, so um, I, I, I do think eggs Benedict is good. I haven't had it in I'd probably say at least two years, uh, but probably longer than that. I don't think yeah, for me it's been like probably like three, four years since I don't I think had I've had it. Benedict. I don't think I've had eggs Benedict. Well, and the thing is, yeah, and the thing is, like, I never, I like you said, like my experience with it is like regular. Um, Denny, you're about to say Denny's. yeah, yeah like yeah. Denny's, like crap, like that, like you know. Off the fucking shelf stores, I mean, it's it's not like I'd had any like egg Benedict tour. Like I went to a fancy place and I, they actually incorporated what. I guarantee you, me and Ku have never had a poached egg. On, yeah, I, yeah, on yeah. I guarantee yeah, you, I, yeah, I'm making a poached egg. Yeah, I've never had. You're a gonna make egg. a poached egg. I'll make a poached yeah. egg for you guys. That sounds legit. Oh man, we're gonna get a taste of that rich people food. Ooh, baby. But I I do think egg Benedict is good. It, I mean, I prefer just a normal. I, I prefer a sandwich over an open face sandwich personally, but I holiday sauce is good. Yeah. I like made correctly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the other cheese sauce that oh this is gonna be Bernays. Is Bernays how what is the difference between Bernays and Holidays? Holidays. Holidays? Holidays. 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 Yeah. Christmas and New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what I'm you're the chef. So like Bernays is what I love. Bernays, I put that on. I could put that on dog shit, but like Bernays on steak <laughs> sandwiches or anything that, like that cheesy gooey sauce. Oh, I've stumped him. He stumped me. I had to go back to my days. It was it was like a long time ago. Um, he stumped me. I stumped him. Okay. He stumped me. Cool. Oh, well, wow. that just means he's gonna look. Pulls yeah. up his phone. He's gonna look at it right now. Wikipedia. What's the uh? So the, we all agree that um that is clearly a great sandwich. I don't know if the sandwich again. This is a fight. He he brings a thing that's not technically a sandwich to the fight. Yet again, because last week it was the Monte Cristo. No, no, last week it was the Cristo. And again, that's a sandwich. Yes, but it's again a fork and knife sandwich. Do we count this as a sandwich? That's all I was saying. That's all I was saying. From the last time I, we did just say it's an open face sandwich. So we fucked ourselves in this one. But fine. Let's go to let's go to the uh, euro. Okay, the euro is a taco. <laughs> it's a taco. It is a sandwich. I, I love euros, but they're a taco. I mean, do you eat them? How do you eat a euro? Do you eat it sideways or do you eat it upwards like this? I fucking, do you turn your head? I eat it sideways. Yeah, you turn. I, I, I hold it. Well, the viewers or the listeners can't see it, but I to to these guys, I I hold it. I eat it like a fucking taco. I mean, the true way is like they they cut a hole in it, they pop it up with some more, and then you make like a little pocket. Mm -hmm. In the pot, I mean that is in a sandwich, but I, I mean normally it's served just slap it in there, V shape, and go to town, like you know most Friday nights. But I don't know what's the uh, what are you talking about even? So um, we're gonna get off this open face sandwich bullshit. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I mean I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it really simple this month, and I think it's uh, I chose this sandwich for the sole fact that it's a big popular, it's a big popular thing. Among and, white old women, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a sandwich that everybody knows. But then, every, at the same time, everybody has their own little unique twist to it. Uh, and and the sandwich is just a simple, basic uh, BLT sandwich. Um, 
it could be made with you know with any sliced meat normally chicken or turkey i mean you could add whatever type of uh, protein you want to it or if not if you're vegan whatever it's a blt but i'm just saying spit out the damn name it's a blt yeah but everybody has their own their own you know interpretation of a blt though because yes because by definition it doesn't exactly state what's in it so you should have variations because it's totally Mm -hmm. not just bacon lettuce oh yeah tomato that's why I said, like, uh, like to everybody, it, it varies a lot in what they put into it. Yeah, we might we might categorize it to just and just call it a BLT, like how we call, uh, you know, duct tape, duct tape. There's all sorts of other tape, but then we just call it duct tape to duct generalize it. Fixing tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but ninety nine percent of the world call it duct tape. Yeah, they're wrong. So, uh, and, what, and what do you do for a BLT? What's your perfect um, BLT? Everyone has their variations. Everybody has their variations. Uh, Mine is like really, like really plain. But the thing is like, just like almost every other sandwich I make, um, I add a lot of like um, acidity and like spice to it. So like if I made a BLT, my my BLT would be um, honestly, you know, obviously the bacon, lettuce, and tomato. And then I add like uh, bell pepper, or not bell pepper, jalapenos, banana peppers and i'll do like a whisk of um sriracha mayonnaise and slap it on there so i mean that's that's my variation of it or 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 on top of that i'll even throw in uh, avocado like i like a blt of avocado in it you like a creamy blt oh yeah yeah avocado adds like a creamy well because like uh i like that i like that texture from like i like my blt toasted not not everybody does their oh, BLT toasted? BLTs, I don't know about you. They have to have crispy. Oh yeah, or else they just absorb. Well, all and the thing is, like, um, you like soggy BLTs? I I like straight out of the bag bread and put it on top. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so we, wait, wait, we wait, have, hold on. We have a vending machine at work called Avanti Fucking Market, <laughs> and now this shit I will fight to the death. Will kill me one day. Now Avanti Market, it's just basic like cafeteria sandwich food they're bagged inside a plastic wrapper you open them up they're a gas station sandwich you you would prefer to eat that sandwich of moist cheese that looks like the the, the cheese is melted to the cheat like to the bread you like that like white soggy bread you don't like crisp i just eat my you're on court right now (laughs) i just like the white bread hold on let's let's settle this do you cook your bacon in the oven or on a frying pan Microwave. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. Microwave. No, no, you cook it on a flat top. Which is the truth. I, I would agree with that. Flat top bacon, best bacon. Fight me. I mean, well, it, it needs to be straight. It I mean, can't be all cast Yeah. Yes. I don't, I mean, I don't like curly. Do you press it? The bacon? Yeah. I, just I, put a, a, I put a black, like, um, cast iron press on top of my bacon. That's hot. To keep it completely flat, I don't want that. I mean, it, you don't it like that rigidity to it. I, it's nice and stuff. It's like a good bite, but if it's completely flat, it's perfect for sandwiches. If I'm doing a BLT, I do it that way. And I toast my bread with with some butter. I, I don't toast I like. my bread. Mm-hmm. You don't toast your bread. Toast my. I don't toast it. Mayonnaise, butter, uh, lettuce, tomato, and bacon. How how would how would you make yours, Andrew? How do how do you make your perfect BLT? BLT is white bread, preferably homemade because it's it's a like it has more uh, air pockets in the middle, so it like it has more fluff. I had crisp up with butter, 
put it on there, flatten it down. Thin layer of mayonnaise on each slice. So it's, it, it's I will describe this built by built, is <clears throat> bread that is crispy, mayo, lettuce, bacon, tomato, bread with mayo. I do a three stack. So you got to make them like, the, like you get restaurant ser- style mm-hmm. served. Same thing repeated the whole way around. Okay. I, I think they're great. I think BLTs are the perfect sandwich for like finger food in the way of like they are just like little triangles. I have never eaten a BLT where it's just one piece of bread cut in half. I mean, that's what Chad does. No, Chad eats. He eats the towels from, <laughs> from a bread machine. I mean, but like, like, um, like if you were to listen to like our like episode one and and kind of learn our characteristics, like. Like, like how me and Andrew are always chewing the shit. Like Chad likes more high end, fine dining type of shit, which, which isn't always true. As no, he yeah. His head like a cunt. But I mean, but... like, like, like personally for me, like I, I like more of like the working man's type of food. If you get what I mean in that type of sense, like, um, it's simple. It's something that can be made almost by anybody. I mean, hell, even Avani can make a soggy sandwich, and Chad likes it. So I yeah, mean, like, that's basically America. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the thing is, like, you know, everybody is there's a there's a plethora of like ingredients you want to put into it, but just like we were discussing, like everybody calls, you know, duct tape, duct tape. The BLT is one of those type of things where we just call it a BLT, but then there's a lot of variations to it and a lot a lot of like flavor you can add to it. Like I like mine's more on the acidity side, more on the like a spice kick to it. So I I add a lot of like peppers to it and. I would like to try your BLT. You would not chads, but I would like to try your BLT because I think, I think the basic BLT is good. And I, I, I like I get it every so often at a restaurant when I'm feeling, you know, light and peckish, even though it's not light and peckish. Mm-hmm. But I think the variation of spice in the BLT would be good. I should try it that way. I would like to. So with like with that being said, like, is there a type of lettuce you guys use? Because I just use straight up plain grocery iceberg lettuce that gives it the nice, perfect romaine. crunch. Whatever romaine. Romaine. Fridge. romaine. Whatever's in your fridge. Yeah, I've never like bought lettuce oh, in my shit. entire life. So Chad likes the fancier stuff, romaine. <laughs> or romaine, or no. buttered buttered lettuce. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. He knows his names and oh. lettuce. I don't. Uh, I've never, like, I've just never bought lettuce. I just use whatever's in the fridge. But crispy lettuce is important. Oh, yeah. I Everything mean, in that sandwich, I think, is meant to have a crunch, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got, I mean, like, some people don't like their stuff toasted or their bread toasted, like Chad. And and uh, um, going back to, like, our topic here, like, uh, the BLT, um, I think the nice complexity that it has put together, even though it's such a plain sandwich and such a popular sandwich, um, to the plethora of things you could do to it, makes a big difference just like i mean i'm gonna kind of go on, on a little bit of a tangent here but just like pho if you guys never had pho before it's it's the vietnamese noodle dish i can eat that every like i can eat that dish for every day of my life and i will never get bored of it for the sole fact of it that every time i make a pho it's always different same thing with the sandwich every time i make my blt like it's always something different to it like one day i'll have avocado in it the next day i wouldn't so I mean, you could always interpret what you put what you put into it, but um, sticking to the theme, I want to keep it like really simpler, uh, re- really simple, and like just the bread itself. Like a lot of people, I like to get my my uh, the meat actually from the butcher, like freshly sliced. 
I don't like I don't like uh, getting it from like store bought bag stuff that Chad gets. Just make it yourself. Yeah, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone learned how to make bread. Am I not in that impression? Did you guys not learn how to make bread? I thought that was like no. one of the requirements. No, I, I never got the memo on making I, bread. I learned how to make sourdough. I have a pig in my backyard one. right now that's getting butchered here tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own pigs. You're making fresh <laughs> bacon. Yeah, fresh bacon right there. I think a BLT is known for being the exact same every single time, and variations on it don't happen often, but like they don't need to. Mm -hmm. Do you like have any history of the BLT? Do you know anything about it? Um, I know that it's like it's been a around forever, from what the historians say. But <laughs> it actually, 1900s? but actually, it 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 got it really kicked off after like World War Two. Like it really, yeah. From the Wikipedia page, <laughs> it really kicked off after World War Two, and um. By the rapid extensions of supermarkets, <laughs> yeah, which allowed ingredients to be available year round, yeah, and tomato. Yes, that's the research. That's, that's the research I've done. Oh wow, that's oh, impressive. I'm not gonna yeah. get stumped like Chad. Come on. Yeah, yeah, respect. respect. <laughs> Stump. It's a holiday sauce that is with herbs and spices. Ooh, oh, the most fight. importantly, tarragon. There you go. Yeah, this guy came prepared. Oh, yeah, shit. We did. Yeah. <laughs> he opened up his phone. Is what that was. Yeah, thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Most of our information is from Wikipedia because we are 100% too lazy to research independently, and we're okay with that. Well, it's, and the thing um, is, like, a certification of uh, approval. Well, I mean, and the thing is, like, uh, like we were saying earlier, Rick, we're, we're no expert or we, we don't know a lot of shit. Yeah, not all of us from the Cordon Bleu. Yeah. Which is a close school now because they got in trouble. So. Yeah, clearly we aren't we aren't uh, experiencing this this way of knowledge. No. No, I mean I mean we're we're not professionals by any means, but I mean just with Chad and his experience and him actually going to school for it, he he's he, just him himself knows more cooking techniques than say me and Andrew. But me and Andrew are just more of people that just tend to eat more food. Yeah, I don't sense. I don't think we're anything special compared to Chad, but we just I've traveled a lot. Kuhn has traveled a lot. We know a little bit of information, and we try to help out when we can, and uh, we take advantage of that whenever we can. So, yeah. I think that's uh, that's all we have for sandwiches and for the episode today. Uh, catch us back next week with uh, us talking about three more sandwiches. We have one more week after that. Uh, uh, cool, you get the outro. Oh yeah, um, and do you guys have any any comments or any suggestion on what you guys want us to talk about? Say for next uh, our our next episode, or if not even uh, next sandwiches, uh, feel free to comment and write down you know what you want us to talk about, or if not, you ask a bash us how much we suck or what we can improve on. So, yeah, that'd yeah. be that'd be great. And the same thing for uh, next month topic ideas. Let us know about that if you have anything going there. We got the comment section open for you guys. We read them. There's not many of you, so we can definitely do that. So yeah, um, thanks for the feast. Thank you. Oh, thank you.